0: I selected diagnostic
1: feeding sound volume flow intelligence. tell it product
0: pain product pain product pain. Product college.
1: Hey, Adam. Yes. Uh, can I interest you in this NFT?
2: sure um, yeah, i'll take uh 50
1: 50 nfts you don't even <laughs> want to know what's on the nfts this is gonna be a lot easier than i thought <laughs> you howard how do you have any money how have you not been scammed <laughs> people <laughs> offer me nfts all the time <laughs> uh, well i mean you're my friend so i know. guess there is an unfair advantage that i have in which you trust me already <laughs> sucker um, I am interested in today talking about NFTs and how why did we make NFTs the dumb thing that we did.
2: I know. Non-fungible
1: tokens, right? That's what they're called? Correct, which means non-copyable <laughs> things you can take the exact same quality picture of.
2: Yeah, one of a kind.
1: Right, yeah, that's the whole idea. But you can print as many one-of-a-kinds as you want, (laughs) making them not one-of-a-kinds in any way whatsoever, which I'm fine with because do you know what else is like that? Trading Uh, cards. Okay. Because they're all false value and all completely made up, which is the other thing that NFTs are.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yep. So I think we should couple that with uh some blockchain currency known as crypto that we create Mm -hmm. that's value is based on the amount of electricity it costs to produce it and we sell basically trading cards for tiny tiny percentages using our electro crypto and we can all have you know just a little ecosystem of cheap and fun easily creatable card games between friends
2: yeah i'm for it i think um like a kind of an energy balance economic system makes a lot more sense than the nonsense that we've created which is just you know you don't
1: like coming up with a gimmick that's completely (laughs) based on shit that you control and (laughs) just make that the basis of your currency Cause that works ever.
0: I mean, we tried it. Maybe
2: he's you know something. New. Dude, we did it.
1: We <laughs> did it real I don't understand what happened. I was so excited when I heard about NFTs because I was immediately went to the most expensive thing I could think of that an NFT would be is twenty-five dollars. Yeah. Because that is the most I thought you could trick somebody into buying <laughs> something that's not real for because that's the most I would pay for like a poster yeah and that is something that i'm like that's not that's i'm not getting like an original painting i'm getting that's that's an nft that's more of an nft than an nft is but if i print out that nft and i put the code that that nft is written on in like literals on the back of it then that is also an nft in real life like that's 25 dollars. that's what i'm willing to pay for that Um, not millions and millions, and I was hoping that it would be things for, like, a quarter. Do you think... So,
2: I mean, like, some of those original board Apes and whatever, um...
1: Yes, I think that those would be completely legitimate if the most expensive one was a dollar, because they were super bad and no one liked them. Oh.
2: Okay, that wasn't the question. I know. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they'll ever recover their value? value? Yeah.
1: Uh, only if... There's like a long-term extermination of them, which they're kind of doing. There's these companies now that will buy your NFTs off of you for a penny so that they don't count as, uh, call some earnings. Oh, okay. For people who did well and are now stuck with a $3 million picture, <laughs> somebody will buy that off of you for one cent so that you can take it as a loss instead of having to pay taxes on it.
2: Interesting. Yeah. So I'm... if
1: those guys delete all of theirs, then yes, they okay. will, the okay. ones that survive will recover some value. But in the <laughs> same way that video games do, where it'll be like somewhat arbitrary and kind of due to the interests of the first person who has money that gets reinterested in it.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, you brought up um, trading cards and stuff. And I think oddly. like in a, a bit of an odd way nfts kind of followed that trajectory and i'm curious if there are going to be some of the like original nfts that do ever recover value but it kind of reminds me of like trading cards in the 90s where all of a sudden there were these you know auctions happening even like qvc stuff uh, where it was like, oh, Mickey Mantle rookie card sold for a hundred grand or something. Well, so, so then everyone was like, oh, trading cards are valuable. Everyone know. started producing trading cards and the whole market just completely crashed.
1: So that actually happened once before in that as well. <laughs> yeah. And you're also conflating uh sports cards and all other trading cards because there's a difference because sports yeah, yeah, cards are traditionally safe bets do you think so? they yeah they they all recover a little bit better but there's also like only a handful of sports cards in every generation that are going to be valuable ever so yeah, it's like I can agree with that. If you manage to be a sports card that exists for a hundred years, you do get some inherent value because they're not going to make it. They are an actual commodity, and that's never really going to happen again because yeah. they just print thousands of the fucking things off. But playing cards, the way I like playing cards, still exist where they're just like a fun fucking thing that you can buy a pack of them for five dollars and get some random shit in there.
2: Oh, are you talking about playing cards or trading cards?
1: Trading cards, they're all the same thing.
2: Well, I, I'm just meaning like a deck of cards. Are you talking about like 52 cards? Or like? No, no, I'm talking about okay, trading cards. Just yeah. trading cards, yeah. And then there's TCGs, trading card games. Yes, like which is Pokemon. what I always think of right. because I don't yeah,
1: yeah. collect too, like e- even the cards that I've only collected as like I like the pictures of were almost always attached to some form of game. I yeah. guess I liked Garbage Pail Kids a lot. There was no real game with them.
2: Right. So that was the whole kind of boom that I'm talking about, the 80s and 90s. But most um, of those
1: had, that's so the sports side of that did recover in the 2000s again, but now no one's into physical media. So all of the high end of everything is still there, but the like medium and low end of collecting just doesn't exist.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, me and my dad used to go to, I think I've talked about it a little bit, a lot of card shows. Yeah. So I collected sports cards. Um, I actually did play a couple TCGs. I played the original Star Wars one, which mm. I think is still around and is fairly popular.
1: I think they're all still around. That's exactly my thing. It's like they all <laughs> went through this boom and collapse of being popular, but none yeah. of them really went away. They're all still because it takes nothing to produce them
2: right i played this x-men trading card game for a while i thought it was really cool
1: i never played that game but i had a lot of the cards from it that was the yeah. thing that i had the sheet of cards from i had the entire oh, yeah, yeah so i had the entire second release of those cards on one big ass poster that i won for going to an atomic comics for some reason
2: I wonder, I think I have one of those too. I wonder if we like went to the same thing or. It's possible. If there's like a school thing connected uh, well, to it or something.
1: Well, we also, it might have been from when it opened. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of us went to when that opened. Because that was the only comic book store that was in like reasonable distance.
2: Yeah. And that, yeah, it was really close to me. It was still pretty close to you i mean well, we live fairly close
1: there used to be all about books and comics that was where it was in the same like plaza that i think Barrows was in like down thunderbird oh yeah yeah I yeah because right. well that was where the comic book guy that hit on my mom all the time was <laughs> that my mom told about my porno <laughs> right yeah if you guys want a nice in-depth map of my childhood <laughs>
2: Me and my dad, we used to go to uh, card shows that were mostly sports cards. You would see a, a few guys that had, like, the offshoots. The offshoots
1: of sports cards? What is that, like, lounge cards? No, like the couch guy
2: that would have, like, like trading card games. So that's when they just came out, and they weren't really popular yet. Like, that's some of the first times I ever saw, like, magic.
1: dare you say that any... <laughs> Trading card game came out that wasn't popular immediately (laughs) when it came out and forever.
2: And some of them would have like, you know, other collectibles or like maybe toys or something. So that's what I mean. Like it was like 95% just sports cards, but there would be like a little bit of extra stuff sometimes.
1: There was definitely a shift. You could tell when we were in middle school when you went to like a card place that used to be sports based. But they had to change because everyone was buying everything else, and there's just a pissed off guy in a baseball cap, just like yeah, okay, I get it, it's a Pokemon.
2: (laughs) So that was kind of exactly my era, and like my younger years, um, yeah, I was really into the sports card stuff, basketball cards especially. I guess like middle school years, like almost teen years, like that's when Pokemon came out uh magic the gathering had been out for a couple years but i think at that point was like starting to get popular when
1: we were in middle school i hung out with like one of the state like i think it was the runner-up to state the year before i started hanging out with him
2: in pokemon no in
1: magic nice yeah he was a fucking pain in the ass he's one of the only (laughs) people i fucking played magic with and i was like he was nice enough to tell me how he was kicking my ass while he was doing it he wasn't just like oh I played all of these cards and now you're ruined he was like alright here's what just happened <laughs> you're fuck-. And it would take him like he would do we'd play for 20 minutes yeah. and it would take him an hour to explain how I lost <laughs> and just like this did this and 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 all of this is technically illegal I win <laughs> and I'm like alright cool fuck you (laughs) that's pretty cool though
2: a real student of the game a true champ
1: yeah i think he was more uh that was like the only place he really shined yeah so he was just like i have to explain some of that (laughs) but it was it did make me i like magic the gathering i don't play magic the gathering Like, I am definitely into trading card games more into just having pictures that are somewhat valuable to some people, because it's fun to collect shit, but it's not fun to have something, like, that's too serious. Right. Because that's what kills everything. But we
2: used to get Beckett. Have you ever heard of Beckett Magazine?
1: I don't. I mean, I maybe
2: (laughs) so this was i'm pretty sure beckett's still around i think i looked this up recently let's see
1: i didn't really pay attention to magazines when i was younger except for video game magazines and lots of got milk advertisements because they were everywhere
2: yeah so beckett was this book that you could buy it was almost like the was it the Texture. blue book what
1: like the blue book kind of yeah yeah
2: like a blue book for cars it was just the value of all the cards uh and then you know there'd be like ads in there where you could buy cards or like card protectors
1: is there like a competing one i'm sure there's or, a few of I, them, maybe it was wizards now. of the coast just had one because I remember there was a magazine that I looked at that was just cards every once in a while, but I feel like it was almost exclusively nerd cards and no sports cards.
2: So I think there was a magazine called Wizard that had prices in it. Do yeah. you remember Wizard Magazine?
1: Yes, I mean, Yes, I do remember yeah. Wizard Magazine, and maybe that is what I'm thinking of.
2: Yeah um but beckett yeah it was just prices so like me and my dad would get like beckett every month and it was almost like a sports illustrated thing where they would have like different athletes on the cover and be like oh collect these covers of these famous
1: athletes see yeah collecting stuff is fun like i kind of miss getting uh the animals from national geographic do you remember when they came with three-ring binder animals?: Oh, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, were fun. I had the whole collection of those.: Yeah, I had those too. Yeah. Do you remember do you remember what I did with them in Tucson in my first apartment? I kind of do. I turned the corner of my room into a clay station and put all of the pictures of animals that I was learning how to make <laughs> from the three-ring binder on the wall. That's awesome. For reference. Yeah, I unfortunately destroyed them, so <laughs> I smoked a lot in that room.
2: Yeah, it does look like Beckett's still around. But I remember, so all the whole point of this and the reason I'm bringing it up, I remember in the 90s, as a young kid, this was the hottest shit. Me and my dad would go around to these shows. We'd be buying these Beckett magazines, trying to get the hot packs, <laughs> different card inserts and whatever. My sister's doing the same thing. Meanwhile, like, she's not a sports fan, but she would be collecting, like, cartoon trading cards. So I
1: had the opposite thing happen with me and my little sister and Beanie Babies. Yeah. Where, (laughs) when Beanie Babies were hot shit, my dad was like, all right, we're going to go fucking look for Beanie Babies and shit. So I guess (laughs) there was, like, Beanie Babies (laughs) going on. So I was collecting Beanie Babies for value, which was a bad idea, as we have all learned through time. But I was also being encouraged to do this, so, like, I feel like it was just a really bad, like, I enjoy collecting stuff, but I do not need to be collecting Beanie Babies. I don't like Beanie Babies. I was just in a place where all we were doing was searching through giant (laughs) piles of Beanie Babies. Well, it's (laughs) because they were looking for, uh, flaws. Right. They were doing, like, straight-up nerd shit. They were doing what I do with dollars now, except for just, like going places and dragging me there so i had a collection of like slightly flawed beanie babies yeah that just never came to be worth anything at all collectibles man is
2: really like this is why i'm bringing up the card thing because it's like nfts once they became hot and in the mainstream which i would say was like 2021 maybe late 2020 It's like, we kept hearing all these stories about celebrities, right? It's like, Justin Bieber just bought a Bored Ape for half a million
1: dollars. Yeah, like, but why (laughs) did he? Who offered that for that much? Right. Like, who threw the first stone in making that too goddamn serious?
2: Yeah, and so I'm like, you know, in the long run is... Is Bored Ape going to essentially be like a a Mona Lisa type of thing or like a Mickey Mantle rookie card? If
1: if they burn the fucking museums, yes. (laughs) Right. The only way they're going to do that is if they manage to keep track of the ones they have and destroy the rest of them and then a retro collectors fucking group comes around. Like what's going to happen with all of our card games (laughs) at some point in time?
2: Well, so that is happening in the video game world right now. Yeah, actually. I know.
1: I'm annoyed. We quite often talk about how this one time I had to sell all of my video games for rent. Yeah. And I did not get very much money for it at all. And now, like, any one of the video games that I gave them would have paid my rent at that time. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, great.
2: See, that's kind of why I think like the whole board ape deal. I'm like they might kind of come back around and, and maybe you know someone will be selling them for hundreds of thousands, whatever. I don't know what they're going for right now. So, I know they've dropped significantly. Well, like
1: also so many of them are actually part of criminal investigations because so right. many of them were stolen and sold. <laughs> but I almost
2: feel like those happened at a time right where like You know, the reason old baseball cards were insanely valuable wasn't because it was like, oh, Mickey Mantle is the most popular player and these were so rare or whatever. Well, it was rarity, but it was like nobody cared. They used to be like stickers on the back of soft packs of tobacco. Right. So like they would get destroyed and shit. By the time there was even, say, like a a Michael Jordan rookie card, you could get that card cheap for years, right? And then we assign value to it like way later on. Like now a Michael Jordan rookie card is thousands of dollars. But the reason I feel like a lot of like the top price collectibles that we hear about going for insane prices is like nobody cared. So when you're at this point when you know justin bieber's buying a half a million board a but i don't know i feel like he kind of missed this so
1: stuff. there's a huge difference between trading card games that existed for a long long time <laughs> before somebody decided to try and take advantage of a market yeah and a market that was invented at the exact same time as they were pumping it full of false interest Because what would have really happened if some fucking like just Joe Schmo came up with the NFT idea with absolutely no backing or whatever is it would have been a (laughs) shitty app. And he would have been like, all right, guys, come on my NFT app and you can make your art into a fucking this is literally what I'm also pitching. This is what I would like (laughs) them to be is like you can just go and do that and it'll be worth like fucking cred points or some shit but no one yeah, could yeah. make the blah 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 like that's how that would have rolled out and it would have maybe become cool if somehow it got enough popularity to get bought by instagram or by meta and thrown into something else as like a package but instead right. it was developed with blockchain with a bunch of people that were like oh we're gonna make billions of dollars off of nothing which I did not know they were doing when I heard about NFTs. Like, I had no idea that there was any form of business plan going on in the background. I thought that they were just like, oh, we came up with new blockchain stuff to fuck with. That's just going to be silly. Because, <laughs> like, when I went and put I bought $200 in crypto to play with NFTs, I was like, oh, this will be enough to do fun stuff. And just learn how to do stuff. And it was like legitimately like, you can do one thing for $200. And I was like, this (laughs) stuff was invented like a month ago. How did this get this expensive (laughs) this fast?
2: Yeah, I definitely would have liked to see. And I kind of still have hope that it will level out in the future. I think a lot of the early NFT stuff was just ruined by speculation. But I would have liked to see what you were talking about. and what I kind of alluded to for a second is more like a just an energy balance type of thing. It's like no, you run these types of apps which consume this type of electricity. What will you trade for that? You know like you're you can essentially pay a power bill or you can you know like send over some crypto or some kind of digital content or something to basically account for that you know some kind of like just a, a digital trade. Same thing we've been doing. As the value, it's
1: hard to yeah, it's hard to do that without making a currency that's strictly based on that and then using that as like that's why we use money. Because it's real hard to be like, my car is worth thirty-eight blah 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 and nine cents <laughs> when you're trading stuff, so we just use money. That's why I'm saying if you used like a crypto that was strictly based on actual energy exchange. Once you entered something into that system, it would be kind of easier to deal with. Yeah, Because you could have, but that's also, that goes back into, what if that becomes less valuable? How are you going to build a system that takes value out of something once you've assigned it to it? Right. But I just want there to be like a nice, fun way where just jackasses can make their own card games on the computer and sell whole packs of them that they just made up that for fun. And some of them yeah. can get as expensive as like a dollar.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's where I think NFTs would come in. And I I think it's kind of the idea behind some of it is like so if you exist in this digital economy, and we'll say even it has some like energy balance component to it, you know, where we're trading electricity. For yeah, it currency, just has to
1: pay for itself somehow.
2: Right. You still want to have goods and that's essentially what NFTs could be, where you know, it's always fun to collect rare things collect unique things whether they're valuable or not so valuable almost
1: everything you collect is not value i'm gonna go ahead and tell yeah. everybody right now <laughs> almost all of your knickknacks are unvaluable <laughs> in the real world they have value to you and that's important and that's good but your your fucking keychains are dumb and actually probably in the long run going to kill us all
2: yeah they could be like I remember in the early days of like Craigslist and stuff when people would trade. Like it'd be like this guy started with like a, oh, the a trade up cell stuff. phone and he ended up with a Lamborghini. Yeah, the
1: trade up stuff. <laughs> yeah. I did that once with uh a fuck. It was a ninja turtle. I traded a ninja turtle for a slice of pizza that I traded to a guy for a beer and I traded the beer for a fucking joint from a guy that was getting out of there and I ended up trading that joint for a fucking hit of acid later because somebody was afraid of fucking doing more drugs and they just needed something to come down on. And that is how I turned a ninja turtle into acid.
2: Cowabunga.
1: That was a good day.
2: Nice. I mean, I would love to see more of that with NFTs. And like I said, I have hope that it'll kind of get there.
1: Yeah, can uh, you even straight trade on NFT? NFT. Like, can I just regardless of value just give you because that's one of my favorite ways to trade stuff is like I have these three not so valuable cards that I know (laughs) that you fucking don't have. Yeah, that I can be like, I can just overwhelm you with numbers because when it comes to collecting stuff, I'm because I'm not necessarily collecting it for value. I'm like, I just like the ears on this elf, <laughs> and no one will know why I want that card, but the rest of them don't mean shit to me, but you don't know that, so yeah, that's also kind of a fun part of it, like we're a bad exit because every time we've tried to trade Pokemon on pokemon go i've that there's too many Pokemon to choose from. <laughs> it is overwhelming for sure.
2: Have you traded a lot of collectibles? Have you ever done a collectible trade
1: like in middle school yes all the time (laughs) i was so actually in grade school i was forbidden from trading but i traded all the time but it was because i would just trade anything i owned and my parents were mad that they would spend money on stuff and i Mm. would trade it to other kids because they thought i made bad trades Uh, but this goes back to i have a different value system than most (laughs) people like i wasn't trading stuff and then complaining about it like, yeah. if I made a bad trade, because I have made some bad trades in my childhood, <laughs> uh, I definitely uh, just eat it, You because yeah. the deal went through, or you try and trick your friend into giving it back, which is not <laughs> really that easy to do, because they can see it from a mile away when you're like, but I yeah. could totally just get it back, but I, yeah, that was straight up how i got the game gear and stuff that was like one of the trades that my dad was happy about me trading a game gear game for a b52 cd my dad was (laughs) furious about because there's like a ten dollar difference and that's how he views the world yeah and i still sing b52s i don't remember what game i traded
2: (laughs) wait what did you trade to get the game
1: gear I do not remember. I think it was actually a bunch of CDs. Mm, okay. Full circle. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I only really own like two types of things that were valuable toys and electronics.
2: Yeah. Are CDs worth anything now?
1: Now? No, I don't think so. I think that those aren't going to go into their retro phase until I'm going to go ahead and say that only some basic CDs are going to. And then yeah. like the do you remember that second generation of CDs where they were harder to scratch and shit? Yeah. That definitely. generation will probably have some like Mariah Carey fucking albums that <laughs> come out of nowhere. Yeah. Cuz CDs I feel have don- have not aged as well as VHS. Uh what do you mean? Like in the na- nature destroying things. Yeah. Cuz they both have roughly the same like fidelity expiration but as far as like just them standing around and shit i see way more destroyed and useless cds than i see vhs
2: i would agree with that for
1: sure yeah we live in a harsh environment for vhs yeah that's true like i do remember being a kid and having like a friday night ruins because you left the fucking cassette in the fucking car yeah and you're like oh (laughs) this is now slightly wrong shaped
2: Yeah, I definitely see more like smashed or scratched or like where the data layers just like peeled off the disc where I don't really see like fucked up VHS. And I wonder if CDs will come back around because I feel like the thing that kind of kept VHS alive that has made vinyl go like up and down in waves is like the like... You can scratch with it. You can scratch. (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) like it's just easier to sample with
2: it's just a different fidelity lo-fi stuff is popular now right like everyone wants that like vhs kind of sound or like vinyl
1: i never didn't want it adam i've been bitching about high definition the whole time (laughs) i mean i I am a high definition hipster (laughs) there's too much of it and it's wrong yeah we weren't meant to see in 400k adam
2: i agree I definitely want it on certain things, but it's yeah, fine I'm not with, trying to get it like all the time. It's
1: fine with video games. I don't need real housewives of anything. That yeah. clear and crisp. It makes me feel like I'm hallucinating now.
2: Well, I'm like some sci-fi or some like future
1: shit. Even like, I think it's I'm only it only doesn't fuck with my eyes when it's like straight up CGI. Yeah. Like when it's doing something that we aren't naturally doing. Because otherwise, it, it looks like somebody fucked up a 3D picture to me.
2: I want to keep talking about collections, though. Like, do you know anyone that's had a crazy collection of something?
1: Yes, I know lots of people have crazy (laughs) collections of something. You have a crazy collection of video games. I do.
2: I mean, I feel like I could speak on collections. I would call myself a a collector, definitely. And I feel like it's kind of a thing in my family. Like We're just collectors, I guess.
1: Yeah. Of different things. My dad's a collector of everything, if (laughs) you would like to go into that. I usually have collections, but I have to throw out my stuff every few years, so... Any collections I develop, I generally stick next to each other on the side of an alley. Like, one time I did get lucky enough, because Jackson has a really, really cool, uh, like, flow through in their secondhand stores, Mm -hmm. like their thrift shop, so... A lot of people will get rid of their decorations sequentially, like yearly. So for a while, Mm. I was collecting those really generic flower pictures. Okay. But they all have like the little month (laughs) of when they're growing yeah so it wasn't just the year it was like the whole collection so i had like fucking 30 something of these that i would just randomly show up and there'd be like four or five more of them i'd be like yeah whoever keeps throwing <laughs> these out like they don't look super good and they're not like really nice paintings it's just a funny collection for me to have like going all the way around my ceiling but so when i had to throw all my stuff out that time i just put them all in a nice row in the alley and they were all gone within like two hours so
2: wow yeah you think the same person got them all? I hope so
1: but there was also that was a weird uh that was a weird alley weekend because I also had to throw out (laughs) my couch in that alley and that was the alley that was the pizza store that I used to work behind and the venue that I used to work at but like so everything got taken like pretty immediately some of by my landlord which was hilarious because he was the one who made me take it out of the apartment which was (laughs) harder for him to get (laughs) like it's like curbside assistance on
2: Yeah, he just created work for
1: himself. Yeah, it was good. But so everything got taken but my couch and there was for just like three weeks, the couch didn't disappear and people were just hanging out on the couch during the winter in the fucking alley. (laughs) And it became kind of a hassle, like after shows from the venue upstairs and shit, (laughs) like (laughs) sorry about that. I don't know. Don't know what to tell you. You didn't build your town with the proper way to throw out a couch.
2: (laughs) I uh, knew someone that collected those uh, glass caps on power lines. Have you seen? Oh those?
1: yeah, dude. That's so. Through my dad collecting everything, you end up at like those old guys' houses and stuff. Like the <laughs> yeah. guys that are like, I collect barbed wire, and you're like, All right, uh, yeah. this is super cool. I don't want you anywhere near me, like living wise, because now I know you have a gross barn full of junk.
2: <laughs> have you seen that show, American Pickers?
1: Of course, I've seen that show. That's were uh, we
2: watching that together.
1: No, that's a okay. that's a. My dad loves that show.
2: Oh yeah, he definitely in was. his
1: realm of uh, would reality he be on TV. It? I don't think that my dad views himself as somebody who would be on <laughs> reality TV show. But yes,
2: that, like if they called him up, he no like, like he wouldn't. I mean, I think we just found a way to prank your dad.
1: No, my dad legitimately <laughs> would never answer that phone call. It's no. not. That's a stranger calling. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has the same protocol with phones that I do. Where I'm like, "That's not <laughs> saved in my phone." Sorry. Yeah, I gotta pee. Sorry, I'm trying I to have hold to it. Pee. That's not allowed. Be brave. Once, when Adam was a small child, he got stung by a jellyfish and almost peed on by all of his uncles. That happened to Adam, not Keelan. And other times, see, the thing that's not fair about this is I also have to piss. So either what's going to happen is it's going to be straight dead air where we both piss, or I'm going to talk a lot and leave this nice little message. And then this afterwards so it's twice as long. I haven't decided what I'm going to play it as, but eventually it'll make the decision for itself. I drink more soda. I'm gonna pee too.
2: Looks like I won the pee race because it's always a race when you're king. That's why they say. Pissed like a racehorse. Because it's it's all just a matter of speed. Uh, I was thinking about some of my collections.
1: While you were urinating? Yeah. Mm. Do you collect urea?
2: No, I never did collect that did you
1: i mean if you count so when i was a kid apparently i used to piss in a bowl in the backyard nice then maybe dude it was weird it was because i did, i thought the reason i wasn't allowed to pee outside was because i wasn't allowed to pee on the ground yeah so i was like, like, well, if it's like it's in a bowl yeah so when i was like a little <laughs> little kid i used to steal a mixing bowl and go piss on it outside because i thought that that was why i wasn't allowed to piss outside local. and uh, yeah my <laughs> i got in so much more trouble
2: yeah i bet <laughs> yeah uh, I collected Pez dispensers. Mm, I actually
1: just found a Pez dispenser in one of my dad's piles.
2: Yeah, I sold my collection. Wow, maybe 2010 ish.
1: Did mm, you get three thousand dollars <laughs> for it?
2: No, I remember I did get kind of more than I expected I would. Yeah, uh, like I was like, maybe I'll get like a hundred bucks total, and I probably had like, I don't know. 300 pez dispensers.
1: That's a lot of pez dispensers. I remember you collecting pez dispensers, but I do not remember 300 (laughs) pez dispensers. But I guess they are. Maybe that's a little much.
2: Maybe 200.
1: I had like a really small pez dispenser collection, but I wouldn't consider it a pez dispenser collection as much as it would be pez dispensers were the proper size to collect things that I liked. And they made pez dispensers in like the Hulk and whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that was kind of how it started for me.
1: First one's your hero. Second one's somebody you kind of like. Third one's guy you've never even seen before. By the end of it, you're getting Pez dispensers that are just shapes.
2: Kind of, yeah. I've never gone so far as to, like... I generally, if I'm collecting, I will try sometimes to go for, like, a whole set. Or, like, part of a set or whatever. From what I've seen, when
1: you collect, you collect all of the thing.
2: (laughs) No, if there's, like, a truly trash character that I just hate i'm like i'm never gonna get that one
1: like i'll get all of
2: it but not that one
1: that's gonna be the sentiment of everyone who's collecting because ultimately <laughs> that's who controls collections Is like the first 14 people that do a high value exchange on a collection can just completely like fuck yeah. the entire ecosystem so if everyone just hates that guy because they all have the same personality That one will actually become the rarer one because no one will have held on to it.
2: Oh, yeah. But see, I feel like I usually do well in that situation because I'm usually the opposite of what people kind of like. So, like, the one that people hate, I usually genuinely like that guy.
1: So what you're saying is your collection is worthless.
2: (laughs) No, I usually like. I collect
1: garbage. No No one likes my stuff. No, I know. Yeah, that I've one is seen like your collections. The... I like your collection. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Yeah, they're good. That one that you have of virgins in the basement—excellent. <laughs> I'm uh <laughs>
2: anything I say right now, which is <laughs> inappropriate. <laughs> so. Yeah,
1: I win. Checkmate. <laughs> I win the podcast.
2: Well, I was trying to out-inappropriate you, but it's like I can't without going too far. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: does that mean? I don't even have a basement. Neither do you. (laughs) This is Arizona. If somebody has a basement, it's actually a huge red flag because they had to go and dig it separately.
2: Yeah. Spent a lot of money on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't trust people with basements in the desert.
2: Yeah. I collected pez. I got rid of them. Collected homies. Still have homies. (laughs) Uh, I had like a
1: really small collection of homies, but that, that was a comic book store thing. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Because they definitely was, always had homies. Well that there. was
1: from of the comic she was the GM of that comic book store and she gave us a collection of like between me and a couple of other people, she divided her high school knick-knacks. Okay. So do you remember that like pin of Michael Jackson that I had? I think so. Yeah, that was from her. I had some prison booties <laughs> that were like these little booties made out of gum wrappers because she collected prison art. Okay. Which and then uh, I had one of the original little homies, nice. but I kept that on a keychain until its body fell off, and then I just had a <laughs> homie on it ahead of a homie, which I think is actually one of our end clips from an episode from like six months ago.
2: Yeah, I remember we talked about homies. Um, collected sports cards, trading cards, trading card games.
1: I collected a frog figurines when I was little. <laughs> nice. Um, I did collect Mage Knight
2: was it the seashell frog figurines
1: no it was all frog it was just cross. anything frog. they had to be small enough to fit on a desk because i as a child have always been crushed into small areas
2: okay i had an aunt who was a real duck collector yeah, Not live
1: ducks, but like duck anything. And the, the wood duck thing. There's a lot of Midwest people in my family, so there's like <laughs> wood duck collections all over the place. Yeah. When I was, I feel like that's the way going to Illinois was when I was little, it was kind of just walking into houses filled with collections. <laughs> my grandma collects those little cottages. Like if you want my okay. grandma to love you forever, find one of those cottages and just be like, here you go.
2: I, those aren't precious moments, right? I know no, what you're talking about. Precious moments
1: are those uh, almost anime kids. Yeah, like yeah. Angel Baby. And kinda. I know I don't think that that's a collection. I think that's a sickness. Because <laughs> the only place that it's ever been like I've seen a precious moment thing and been like, this is an appropriate place for this to be is a hospital.
2: What about a Hallmark store?
1: I don't think that Hallmark stores are appropriate. So. <laughs> all right. Can't disagree with that. The only thing I've ever enjoyed in a Hallmark store was when we had George Bush Jr. as president. <laughs> they had cards that were him saying dumb shit. That were nice. just quotes of him saying dumb shit. And the, the, I would just go into the Hallmark store in the mall. Uh, I would listen to that sometimes and be like, that's right. That's right. We live in a country where we're allowed to do this to our leaders. <laughs>
2: I did briefly collect Beanie Babies, kind of for the same reason you were talking about. Like, I like Beanie Babies enough, you know, it was like I enjoyed animals, like cartoony shit, like most kids do. But yeah, there was this just like older people telling me like, these things are going to be valuable. You know, one of these sold for a thousand dollars.
1: It's people that bought into (laughs) capitalism for the like 20 years that they were involved in it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I collected Happy Meal toys for a little while. I don't don't know how I got most of them because we didn't really eat a ton of fast food.
1: Oh, did you ever go to yard sales?
2: Yeah, that was part of it. Like, Goodwill kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: Goodwill would just have a bag of them. You used to be able to get real good stuff at Goodwill. Yeah. There was, uh, there's like a whole rule uh, if you work at Goodwill as like one of the picker guys that you're just not allowed to buy anything basically from your store anymore. (laughs) Uh, Partially because of people like one of my friend's uncles who collected toys like professionally, like Bowdy way yeah. and would like make thousands of dollars a week.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's trying to do that lately. I feel like that has really taken off in popular- popularity, even like the last five ish years. But yeah, that was definitely a thing that was happening a lot in the collecting world. I collected Star Wars action figures for a long time.
1: See, a lot of, I don't, I I bought all of those things and played with them, but I don't think that I would <laughs> consider them collections, because A, it was always the five, do you remember five ninety nine toy deals, where it was like, sometimes it'd be two for five ninety nine just out of nowhere, and you'd be like, I can get both, what? I can have a fight now. <laughs> yeah. I get a good guy and a bad guy, and sometimes you get two good guys and you make them fight anyway. Yeah. But... Yeah, so I would destroy them within a while. And then like <laughs> after probably 2 or 3 years of having a toy, it was either filled with mud to the point where I don't know if you know this about the soil in my mother's backyard, but it destroys plastic. Oh. Wow. Um, yeah, I think it's mostly uh having tiny bits of rock pushed through you from mud pits and stuff mm-hmm. over and over. Definitely anything that had rubber band parts was gone. <laughs> But yeah, they would all end up in pieces that I would put in a pile, and then later build my own toys, like Sid, but with more sanitary.
2: <laughs> yeah, I definitely played with a lot of my toys. I, the majority of them, I would say. But then there were also like other ones that I was like, oh, those are just for the collection. And some of those I would even keep in the packaging. I'm not much of a keep it in the packaging. I know, I've
1: always appreciated that about you. Because I've gotten to play (laughs) with toys as a kid that I would not have had access to had you not been somebody who played with your fancy toys. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely like, you gotta use that shit. And like, a lot of stuff I'm like, use it to the max. Some things I'll be like, well, try to keep it nice, I don't know.
1: One thing that I do consider, like, that I collected, collected, like, went after and played with hardcore was fucking War Planets. And I don't know Ooh, yeah, yeah. anybody who had like anywhere near the, A, the interest in war planets that I had. <laughs> or be like the amount of, because I think I had almost all of them. I know I had all of the first gen and I had the beast planet.
2: I want to see this again. And I, I remember had, you brought them up and I saw these recently.
1: Dude, but I used to, it went to the point where when they stopped making them, my dad, this goes back to uh, poorly planned road trips. One thing that would happen on our poorly planned road trips is, like, every once in a while, we just go to a strip mall. My dad would be like, all right, you guys have 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> We're at a strip mall in another state. Go buy $50 worth of crap. And uh I would scour strip malls in other states for the moons, which are by far the... I don't know if they have this, but they would be like DLCs, but for toys. Right. But yeah, I would just be looking for like these moons that were like almost as expensive as a whole planet, but realistically less than half of the product.
2: <laughs> right. They're just like little add ons. They yeah. like clip on or something. They
1: had little, uh, they were like rubber on the outside, but had like a metal bendy core on the inside. And you'd stick them to those little posts that you see. Yeah. And they'd like tendralize off of them.
2: Yeah, these are sick. So- Kind of remind me of Mighty Max. Yeah,
1: they are the like next generation of Mighty Max when they still hadn't figured out that you can only capitalize so much on the tiny planets thing. Right. It was More an R- alright video game, too. It was an RTS.
2: Oh, for real. Gotta try that out. Yeah, I saw like the TV show was called Shadow Raiders.
1: I never saw all of the TV show. I tried so hard but it also came out like towards the end of that being appropriate for me to be watching at my age before i was like i don't give a fuck like now as an adult i would watch this shit on the bus
2: yeah 96 through 98 okay i mean you were what 8 to 10 years old full-grown
1: adult man
0: (laughs) all right crew thanks for coming everybody now, as I've told you, we have reached representation, and I have received the exact geolocation of our leader. Now, we only got one thing left to do before we head on out, and that's to launch off these happy little conversations. All right, let me, let me call into ground control and we'll launch off the Bob Ross Skynet. The ground control, do you copy?
2: Yeah, we copy, Captain.
0: Uh, position's loaded. Alright, initiate sequence. Initiating sequence. And thruster starting.
2: Communications online. Launch in four, three, two, one. And we have liftoff is on track. All instruments reading positive. And that's a successful launch process. There we go. One of the most interesting things that we see as we run across the country, teaching this fantastic method is people
0: continually say, I can't draw a straight line. I don't have the talent. anything that you're willing to practice you can do and this is no exception Woo-hoo! Woo! there we go bob are out all right now that we got that launched off follow me we're going down and we're gonna meet the leader and i don't think we're gonna be the only ones there
1: so keep your eyes peeled
2: i collected star wars action figures you know i mean at that point we're into like prequel territory yeah fuck that so i did have well also like right before the prequels came out they like reissued you know they were doing the like remakes of the trilogy and so they did like a bunch of remake toys and so i was really into those sold them at the same time i sold my pez uh collection
1: Mm -hmm. All for heroin.
2: No, it was because I was moving, actually. So I was like, well, I could use money and I don't have anywhere to keep all that's these toys and shit. super
1: funny to me that when you move, <laughs> you have stuff worth selling. <laughs> when I move, I'm like, trash can, everything. Um, That's not true. I did sell my neighbor my PlayStation 4 one time. And then okay, I just continuously nice. went over and played.
2: Um, Video games, that... That's been a lifelong collection of mine. I'm still going on that. Not, I wouldn't say actively. Just like, you know, if I want to play a game, I'll I'll generally buy it, add it to the collection. But a recent collection, I would say is almost to its end. Do you know what I'm about to say?
1: Is it Amiibos? (laughs) Yep. (coughs) I could have been rude and been like children. (laughs) Virgins. First
2: off, this is a pet peeve of mine. I know I'm difficult. I'm sorry, this is me, but the
1: plural of amiibo is amiibo. Okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. I wasn't sure that I was saying amiibo, right? <laughs> so that's what I thought that was going to be. And I am okay entirely with <laughs> you saying, did you know that the plural of octopus is not octopi?
2: <laughs> yeah, we talked about this a little yeah, bit, right?
1: Octopuses. Yeah, it's octopuses. And I still haven't checked to see if that's true, but I'm pretty sure that's true.
0: We'll,
2: we'll roll with it. Uh, but yeah, Amiibo. That that's my my current collecting. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> Addiction seems strong.
1: Yeah, that's why they came up with the term collection. That's yeah, literally what it is. It's in between uh your obsession and not caring. <laughs> Somewhere in there is interested.
2: Toys to life, Amiibo. Uh, they're probably coming to an end soon though, because the all of the other Toys to Life competitors have gone away. So there was like a Lego one, uh, Lego Dimensions. There was a Disney one. It was Disney Infinity. Um, Skylanders is probably the most famous one. I think the one that kind of kicked it off, too. And, you know, full circle, kind of an NFT.
1: No, I was going to say, how come none of these come with NFTs?
2: <laughs> right.
1: Because you would have to get a wallet, and that confuses people.
2: Amiibo look like they are coming to the end because the the bulk of them came from Smash Brothers.
1: Mm, I haven't heard that name in so long. I'm pretty sure did Smash Brothers do fucking something with Street Sharks? Maybe I'm just thinking about <laughs> Street Sharks sick. Smash in general.
2: <laughs> just Smash and shit. But so I mean, the bulk of them were for Smash Ultimate. Uh, which had, like, I don't even know the number of characters, but they made an amiibo for every character in that game. So there's three left to come out, I believe. I'm
1: going to suggest to that company that they make Wheel of Time amiibos.
2: (laughs) Call up Nintendo and be like, yo, have you heard of the Wheel of Time?
1: Actually, fucking Nintendo would probably be real good for making the Wheel of Time. Like, a Wheel of Time Zelda-esque like Wheel of Time it definitely gets gruesome, but it's not um like not necessarily unchild friendly. It's no more gruesome than the Lord of the Rings.
2: Yeah, it is at that perfect like Well, I don't know a ton about the Wheel of Time, but kinda of that it's, like pg pg thirteen ish well, I mean
1: there is some shit where they're like, yes, and they render apart into little pieces and there's gore and shit. But that's yeah. like extreme cases like in any really long fucking anything but yeah the rest of it's like pretty classically written fantasy not quite horny uh (laughs) everybody is like they comment on people when they're rude so that you know when that was a rude thing to do (laughs) yeah
2: um i think there's there might just be one smash character left actually now that i think about it and it's sora from kingdom hearts why as is far that, as Amiibo go?
1: That's how they're gonna fucking go out.
2: <laughs> I know. There might be more amiibo after that because they don't have to be from Smash. So there's also like two uh Xenoblade characters that are coming out still. Mm. And I think those are the last three
1: that are announced. They're just gonna do amiibo politics now. <laughs> Start doing like Australian, American, Indian all the different politics. Like cover their McCall's the canadian prime minister is gonna get his own amiibo <laughs> and when you scan it at qt not qt uh starbucks there it is you get a free small coffee
2: <laughs> heck yeah there is a little bit of amiibo controversy going on right now because
1: you can hack them
2: uh well you can hack them but that's not what the controversy is about
1: <laughs> everyone just likes that part <laughs>
2: The new Zelda game is about to come out, Tears of the Kingdom. It also already leaked, like the full game is out. It's supposed to come out in about a week. So when Breath of the Wild came out, right, like Amiibo were like almost dead at that point. So Nintendo was like, well, we're not going to make a ton of these. Like you guys aren't really buying them. Uh, but then Breath of the Wild was an in- insane success. And the amiibo for Breath of the Wild were actually incredibly useful for the game. So all of a sudden, people wanted them. And plus, it's just Zelda. People like collecting Zelda stuff.
1: It's true. Everything in Zelda is cute.
2: Yeah. Um, The
1: fucking shield is cute. Like, what the fuck?
2: Yeah, true. And so they became, like, very difficult to obtain. And ahead of Tears of the Kingdom coming out, they're like, oh, yeah, the Breath of the Wild amiibo work we're reissuing them like so you can buy them again and people are trying to buy them um but they didn't really print any for north america they just did like for japan and europe so you can get them like all day in those regions uh but they're actually pretty hard to find right now in america so that's just mild amoeba controversy
1: so can't people just hack them and print fake ones
2: oh yeah super easy if you want to just, just to,
1: like play the game
2: yeah and you can go on amazon and buy like mini cards like people make like mini amiibo okay so cards. you can't
1: just get the because i always think yeah. it's bullshit when they close off things to games that you've purchased already
2: right and that's a little bit you know this goes back to the nft thing too and a little bit of the controversy with amiibo was like people are like well that's cool, you know, if you want to make a little Zelda figure that people can collect, and it does something in the game, cool. But don't make it, like, unlock something that we want. Like, don't have it be, like, a whole level or, like, a new character or something. Yeah, well,
1: that's how, uh, and thankfully they kind of quelled it with, uh, Mass Effect, where, like, part of the plot, like, the major plot line was a purchasable fucking like micro transaction
2: right the dlc was like
1: yeah and it was like you can't get the main plot done without purchasing another thing right and that got like taken to court and they were ruled against they were basically like yes you cannot just leave a big hole in the middle of the plot of a book and then sell people the paper to fill it in (laughs) right
2: um but then kind of the flip side of that uh, and people have complained about this as well with amiibo they're like all right so i've just bought this 15 dollar figure and like it doesn't do shit in the game like why would i buy it <laughs> but so i think that well, is kind of why it's
1: 15 figure that's i uh, guess it's like
2: a happy medium because it's like well you did get this sculpted figure like yeah maybe you just got like an extra color in your game or some shit but
1: i'm more likely to buy to do an in-game transaction if it comes with a physical token. But yeah. if I was doing like the weird NFT thing that I'm talking about where it's just cards and shit, so long right. as you keep that down to a price that's less than like a fucking quarter for a completely uncommon card or whatever, or you make like packs or something that are like three or four bucks or something, then I don't give a fuck. I can find that much money on the ground.
2: <laughs> I like what Steam does too. And they've kind of changed over the years. Um... And I haven't been too much of an active Steam user until recently.
1: Poor Adam and is not active Steam using.
2: <laughs> I mean, my Steam account is probably like fifteen years old, but I'd say the last five years I've been using it a lot. Um, they have like trading cards and you can uh make like booster packs. They're it's changed like i've said and it's kind of just a weird like turn these points into these points to get this
1: thing. yeah it's all it's a trading <laughs> economy it's fake shit yeah for fake shit which is the only way you're allowed to play with fake shit you have to make like if you involve money in it it has to be such a pitiful amount of money that it doesn't <laughs> matter that it's fucking disappeared you can't be like wagering a yacht on this shit yeah and then every once in a while, some idiot fucking pays a bajillion dollars for it, and you're like that guy liked that a lot, like when you hear how expensive some of that fucking uh barbed wire is, it blows your mind, but yeah. then you have to remember that you wouldn't ever pay that amount of money for barbed wire because the only people who are spending money on barbed wire are barbed wire enthusiasts and construction companies. <laughs>
2: So what's crazy about the Steam thing though is they also have a marketplace where you can buy, sell, trade those trading cards. <laughs> and one of the things I've been seeing a lot lately, um, CS:GO, Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, CS:GO.
1: Is that the one that had the like sl- supposed global t- nuclear disarmament unlock, or is that a different one?
2: Uh, that's Metal Gear. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, But CSGO was like one of the first big esports like early 2000s and it was made by Valve. It was kind of I think one of the things that really made Steam successful as one of the first like video game marketplace platforms. But like I said there was also this trading card aspect to Steam, right? And then later they made this marketplace where you can buy, sell, trade them. So something I've seen a lot lately like, I've been playing my Steam Deck. I follow some Steam Deck communities, whatever. are people that played CSGO, like, 15 years ago, not even, like, seriously or anything, you know, they're like, oh, I was, like, an eight-year-old kid with, like, a Dell PC or something like that, uh, that are like, oh, I had this Steam trading card or whatever, or, like, in-game items from Counter-Strike as well. Counter-Strike has really resurged in popularity, and they actually are about to release a sequel to it. I think it might be in beta. But so now those people are like, oh, I'm selling these old CSGO items, and you can do it through Steam. Another thing you can do on Steam is buy the Steam Deck. So they're like, I'm selling old Steam trading cards and like getting hardware from it, which I think <clears> is just a cool idea.
1: Indeed. Yeah, that is a cool idea. Yeah. That would be nice. I was thinking about this the other day and I saw a really bad video of it that we could just have the Yu Gi Oh Trading Guard game played the same way it's played in that cartoon. Like, we have that technology, and that cartoon has it set up so that there is a giant space for a fucking holographic projector in between everybody. Yeah, like, why isn't that a fucking thing? We can actually do that, but instead, we're making fucking bad, like, Fallout adaptations of video games for TV. Like, <laughs> right. just just make the Yu Gi Oh tournament real. I don't even of the card games. Yu Gi Oh is probably on the low end of things that I paid attention to, but yeah. I would still rather watch that than football.
2: <laughs> I totally agree with you there.
0: Matter, awesome.
2: You wanna do some plugs?
1: Um, well, for one, I would like to shout out Cork. Cork always <laughs> seals bottles quite often. Um, next to that, I would like to thank Paraffin Wax. Okay. That always gets things that also waterproofs them, keeps them airtight. You can also find me on Instagram at Jane Fritz. That's J-A-I-N underscore Fritz. I had to use that whole first part to learn how to say the second part right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I am VR Frittatas. And we also have a Twitch account. Uh, we're playing through The Last of Us Part 2 right now. t 2. You can find us on Twitch. We are UPP underscore a P-L-A-Y-A. And um, that's all I got. You got anything else?
1: Um, yes. Sell all of your belongings and buy Digimon. Agreed. Yeah. Domo arigato. Peace yeah
2: you can't beat it's sure, it's never a bad safe. bet to treat
1: the person who says they're a time traveler like they're a time traveler because yeah. worse comes to worse they're gonna walk away thinking they tricked you into time traveling and best case scenario you just appease the time traveler and that's that's bad in a hundred man yeah that's a favor i'm
2: gonna cash in on later correct